The Morning Show Podcast. A daily dose of audio to make your day a little better. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe because that we, we did. will win. We did win. Uh, I hope we win on Saturday. But congratulations to everyone supporting the United States soccer team. Big win over it on yesterday. And goal. moving on to yeah. only one goal. It, it was, was just one. It was pretty stressful. And moving on to the knockout round. Also a big win for equality yesterday as the Senate passed the Respect for Marriage Act. And we're going to do a deep dive first thing in the core four. And in Pop Stop, we're going to talk about Wednesday. And I don't mean like today. Okay. I mean the TV show. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. The Respect for Marriage Act was passed yesterday, protecting same-sex and interracial marriage under federal law. The bill was originally passed in the House, but since it was slightly changed in the Senate, it will head back to the House, where it should pass quickly, before heading to the President's desk to be signed into law. Now, the Respect for Marriage Act will replace the Defense of Marriage Act, which was passed during the Clinton administration. That law defined marriage as the union between one man and one woman. It also allowed states to refuse recognition of same-sex marriages from other states. The Respect for Marriage Act passed the Senate yesterday with 12 of the 50 Republicans joining every Democrat voting in favor of the bill. 35 Republicans joined Mitch McConnell and Ted Cruz in opposing the bill. Here's the really interesting thing about the Respect for Marriage Act. It doesn't require individual states to conduct same-sex or interracial marriages. The law is basically in place in case the Supreme Court overturns their 2015 decision, making those marriages legal across the country. So what does that mean? It means if this current Supreme Court or anyone thereafter decides to overturn the 2015 decision and a state chooses to ban same-sex or interracial marriage within their borders, they would still need to recognize all legally performed marriages from other states. So if Texas or Tennessee, for example, were to ban gay marriage, those states would still have to recognize a gay couple that got married in, let's say, Washington State or Vermont. That's important when it comes to things like health insurance, divorce, or estate issues when one spouse passes away. And same-sex marriage gets the most attention today, but it's not that long ago that interracial marriages were the big story. For example, if you were an interracial couple in 1964 that got legally married in New Mexico, your marriage wasn't valid or recognized if you visited or moved to states like Florida or South Carolina. It's crazy to me because Both of my parents were alive during this. Yeah, I mean, 64 is not that long ago, back in the mid-1900s. So the Respect for Marriage Act makes it so that all legal marriages performed in any state is recognized or respected, get it, in every state. Mm. As for the senators who opposed the bill, some stated one of their main concerns was that the bill infringed on religious liberties. But the bill itself states that it does not require religious institutions to perform same-sex marriages and their tax-exempt status is not impacted by marriages they do or do not officiate. And to that end, the bill is actually supported by the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints, which has been one of the biggest opponents of same-sex marriage in the past. If you feel like everyone around you is sick right now, it's because they are. In addition to RSV and COVID, the flu season has come early this year and it's spreading quickly. Flu season normally starts in December and peaks in January and February, but right now, at least 6.2 million people in the U.S. 
already have the flu and it's not even December. Approximately 2,900 people have died from the flu since the beginning of October. The CDC is warning that these numbers are not only high for this time of year, but this is all before we get to company holiday parties and family gatherings. Another worry is that this season's flu hit before many people even got their updated flu shot. There's a map of the U.S. that shows you the activity level of the flu in your area, and here in Washington, we are listed as very high, just like most of the country. I'm going to share a link at themorningshowpodcast.com so you can check out your state. I'll also add a symptom chart that helps you understand the symptoms of COVID, RSV, and the flu. Five secret service SUVs went up in flames yesterday. There's still not a ton of information, but during the typical presidential Thanksgiving vacation, the Biden family went to Nantucket, where the Secret Service had to rent five SUVs. After the vacation was over, the vehicles were returned to the rental company at the airport, and less than 24 hours later, they all caught fire. No one was harmed, and it's still unclear what caused the flame, and if all five SUVs caught fire individually, or if one went up in flames and the others went up as a result. The cause of the fire is currently under investigation. The Federal Trade Commission and several states have sued iHeartMedia and Google for deceptive ads. All I have to say about that is Apple would never. The two companies <laughs> are required to pay $9.4 million in penalties. Nearly 29,000 ads about the Google Pixel 4 phone aired between 2019 and 2020 on the radio. However, the radio DJs endorsing the phone on the air never actually had one. The commercial script required them to say things like, the only thing I love more than taking the perfect photo, taking the perfect photo at night. With the Google Pixel 4, both are a cinch. And that was with never actually having the phone. The Bureau of Consumer Protection said Google and iHeartMedia paid influencers to promote products they never used, showing a blatant disrespect for truth in advertising rules. iHeartMedia asked Google several times for the phones ahead of recording the commercials, but they never sent them, and iHeartMedia ran the ads anyway. You know how this all could have been avoided, Carla Marie? How? Uh, Google could have just given me all of that money because I actually use Google products. That's true. And you know what we would never do here on the Morning Show podcast? What's that? Uh, lie about the things we talk about in our ads. And to that extent, if you happen to work for Google, especially the Google Pixel line, and you've got like a couple million dollars hanging around, you want to <laughs> find somewhere to place that advertising money, I'm your guy. Yeah, yeah. Apple, I'm your girl. And here's the exciting news. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Hope for Humanity is all about lifting your spirits after running through news stories that can make you lose all hope. And nothing lifts people's spirits like pizza. It makes everything better. It's convinced kids to read, and some companies think their employees want free pizza once a month instead of a raise. And one pizza company is doing even more to save the planet than just deliver tasty pizza. Domino's is rolling out 100 custom-branded Chevy Bolt EVs this month and then 700 more in the next few months, creating the largest electric pizza delivery fleet in America. Three years ago, Domino's tested a program where they used electric bikes to deliver pizza, and both employees and customers loved it. So they decided to go all in and buy a total of 800 electric vehicles, all of them being Chevy Bolts. And one of the cool parts of the program is that you can now be a Domino's delivery driver even if you don't have a car of your own, since you'll be using the Domino EVs. 
And this is also great when it comes to reducing carbon emissions, obviously, but Domino's is a huge company. And for them, it helps recruit more drivers since, like I said, they don't need their own cars anymore. And it cuts down on operating costs since they won't be paying for gas on close to 1,000 of their vehicles. And if you happen to order from Domino's in the next few months and you see one of their new EVs, please take a picture and send it to me on Instagram. My handle is WorstAnthony. And if you weren't following me yet, you can go ahead and do that too. This weekend, I had multiple people ask me how I was functioning. And every time I responded with Seattle gummy company, Mocha Shot Gummies. I was in a wedding on Friday. I had to be there super early to get hair and makeup done. Then I took a really early flight back to Seattle Saturday morning. And then by Sunday morning, I was on the field at the Seahawks game. The caffeine gummies are what got me through. And I have mentioned that I love the gummies because I'm allergic to coffee beans. But in these situations, the gummies were such a better alternative than having coffee. I couldn't chug coffee in the middle of a wedding or while on the field at the Seahawks game because I don't have that much time to take bathroom breaks. So use code CMA for 15% off your entire Seattle Gummy Company order. And also, they've been running a bunch of sales for the holidays. Our code will work on top of the sale prices. Think quick. It's two second tunes. One of the things that I think people need to understand if they have not signed up for a game yet is we normally ask a couple simple questions like when you graduated high school. Yeah, because that helps us know kind of the the years that you've really absorbed music. Right. And what types of music you like. So when today's couple filled it out, they said they were big fans of boy bands. That's fun to say, actually. Big fans of boy bands. <laughs> Chris, so, Chris, did you just say no? You know, it, out of the choices we gave you, that was my bottom <laughs> choice, and I, I and now I now I know that Anna has an advantage. Okay, okay. So well, Chris is here. He has played before. Uh, you played. When we were doing the Center Steakhouse gift cards today. Nothing is on the line other than bragging rights. But you have brought your fiance Anna here today. So good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Chris, you might think Anna has an advantage because she knows the music more, but you've also played this before. Mm-hmm. So sure. I would say that. Each of you has your own distinct advantage, which levels the playing field, hopefully. It's not just boy band songs we are going to be playing, but we're going to do a little journey through time. We are going to start with boy band songs that were released in the 90s. Okay. Then we're going to go to the zeros and then the 2010s. Ooh. So each round is going to get a little more up to date. Okay. Uh, Did you guys wager anything on today? Yes. So actually, the loser has to buy the winner um, a piece of gear from your You Look Great store. I love this one. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan of that one. I this think that's what everyone should be doing <laughs> for their wagers. <laughs> we are ready to kick off our boy band battle. But who is going first, Carla Marie? Chris is. All right, Chris, here is your first two-second tune. Oh, that's uh, New Kids on the Block. Oh, Anna's going to kill me for this one. <laughs> uh, the Right Stuff. New Kids on the Block, The Right Stuff. Two points. Ooh. Now, here's an interesting <laughs> thing about that song, because we do have a lot of people that like to correct us, which yes. we appreciate. Yes. The technical title of the song is You Got It, but that in, then in parentheses, it's The Right Stuff. So Both that count. counts for two <laughs> right. points. Chris, congratulations on your two points. We move over to your wonderful fiance, Anna. Anna, here is your boy band two-second tune. Um, I believe that is 
I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. Not in the Zero Club. Neither of you are in the Zero's Club. Congratulations. (laughs) Two points apiece as we move into round two. Chris, here is your second two-second tune. Now remember, this is songs from the Zeros, the 2000s. Oh, uh, that's the call by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, damn! I, you know, I love that Chris was like, oh, uh, this is not my thing, really. He's just like a boy band aficionado over here. Full disclosure, I had that album in the Same. early 2000s. <laughs> well, that was a very quick response. Two points for you. We are still perfect throughout the entire game as we pivot back over to your part of round two, Anna. Here is your 2000s boy band. Two second tune. Oh, um, that is Bye 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 by NSYNC. (laughs) All right. It is still a minute. (laughs) I think everyone in the car as they were listening to you was like, she better get this one. (laughs) This is the boy band song. We would have called our friend Joey Fatone. Yeah. (laughs) Moving into round three. I believe we're still perfect. We are. It's four to four. The hardest of the three rounds and now the most current because these are boy band songs from the 2010s, the teens, whatever you want to call it. Chris. Oh, um, oh God. I know that's One Direction. Uh, I think it's, I'm going to say it's Standing There, but I'm not sure. Standing There by One Direction. One point. Steal My Girl is the name of the song. Steal My Girl. You got One Direction. You did. One point for One Direction, but that does leave the door open. Oh, no. Anna, (laughs) two points here, and you win the game. One point. Pushes this to a tie. Zero means your fiance, Chris, wins his choice of whatever he wants from the Eula Great store. Here okay. is your two second tune. Oh, that would be the year 3000 by the one and only Jonas Brothers. Well, wait, well, well, wait, well. Wait, wait, wait. What do we have here? Oh, no. One point. Because you added a word. It's just year 3000. <laughs> you, were, you were so, so close to okay. walking away with the win. So now we're tied. We are tied. <sighs> so here is how the tie-breaking round works. I've got one song left, but we've extended it. It is about 12 seconds. It's still a boy band. I'm not going to tell you the decade that it's from. To buzz in, all you have to do is yell your name. The second that you you recognize the song, yell your name. We will stop the song. If you give us the correct title or artist, Either one. you win. Here, for all the marbles, or really just one shirt from our store, <laughs> is your final two-second tune. Oh, oh Chris. Oh, oh, wait. Chris, <laughs> what do you got? It's O-Town All or Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, 
<laughs> he gets it all, and it gets nothing at all. Okay, you know, give him the things. I love that he was just like had to say he didn't know anything about boy bands, so it wouldn't seem like crazy when he was. That was that was an impressively quick trigger there with yeah. the overtime song. Well done, you're Chris. Both really good. But yeah, both of you. I mean, you missed one point each, so you're both basically winners. And I think. Uh, to celebrate the fact that you guys are engaged, you just moved into your new house. I think what we can do is gift you both with the shirts that you wanted from Yay! the Eula Gray store. Oh, that's so kind of you. Thank you. Uh, no problem. Carla uh, Marie, we actually, we'd like to make a $25 donation to Motley Zoo, the, uh, where oh. you uh, adopted the cats. And since you were kind to us, we'd like to offer that. Oh, my God. All the things. Do I, Anthony, what are you, do you want to give something else? No, I think I just prepared, <laughs> I prepared today's game, so I Thank think that's my contribution. That is Thank you. And, and congratulations that. on your new position with the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Thank you. You guys should make still me cry. Go, still go Giants, though. I, you know, <laughs> we, yeah, we've that's, been big fans of yours since you guys were on Elvis Duran, and oh. we followed you to Seattle and everything like that well not physically but we're, just, we're, we're so happy to be here if you build it nerds will come nerd news because there's a little nerd in all of us this is for food nerds and i guess law nerds a lawsuit is seeking five million dollars in damages over Velveeta's mac and cheese prep time the suit accused Kraft Heinz of misleading advertising. The packaging says it takes just three and a half minutes to prepare Velveeta shells and cheese. But if you've ever made it, you know that's not true. You got to boil the water first, right? Well, according to the plaintiff, she's saying if you account for the time it takes to remove the lid, add water, <laughs> stir in the cheese, and then wait for the sauce to thicken, it's way longer than three and a half minutes. And her lawsuit is actually on behalf of consumers in 10 different states. But here's where things get really interesting and kind of nerdy. One of the lawyers on the plaintiff's legal team is Spencer Sheehan. He specializes in suits over misleading advertising and packaging. He files approximately three lawsuits per week. He has single-handedly caused a historic spike in the number of class action lawsuits against food and beverage companies. The rate is up more than a thousand percent since 2008. And one of his recent lawsuits was accusing Kellogg's of misleading advertising with its strawberry Pop-Tarts because they also contain apples and pears. This weekend, I had multiple people ask me how I was functioning. And every time I responded with Seattle gummy company, Mocha Shot Gummies. I was in a wedding on Friday. I had to be there super early to get hair and makeup done. Then I took a really early flight back to Seattle Saturday morning. And then by Sunday morning, I was on the field at the Seahawks game. The caffeine gummies are what got me through. And I have mentioned that I love the gummies because I'm allergic to coffee beans. But in these situations, the gummies were such a better alternative than having coffee. I couldn't chug coffee in the middle of a wedding or while on the field at the Seahawks game because I don't have that much time to take bathroom breaks. So use code CMA for 15% off your entire Seattle Gummy Company order. And also, they've been running a bunch of sales for the holidays. Our code will work on top of the sale prices. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. Pop quiz, Carla Marie. Okay. What do you think the biggest song of the year has been so far? And before you guess... I just want to say it's crazy that we're talking about the end of the year already. Oh, it's man. Um, probably like uh, the sunroof one from TikTok. <laughs> the sunroof. Got one my from... head out the sunroof. 
Well, that would be Nikki Yor. Yes. Not the song, though. The oh. biggest song, at least according to Apple, Stay by the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. What? Was the biggest song of the year. And on top of that, I'll give you some of the other big songs. Again, according to Apple Music, As It Was by Harry Styles. Good one, yes. Uh, Wait For You with Future and Drake. Super Gremlin by Kodak Black. And Easy On Me by Adele. With the last one being Heat Wave by Glass Animals. Oh, I like that one. Heat Wave is a good one. Yeah, that's more my jam. Those other things, I don't know. I think Super Gremlin (laughs) was fun. Easy On Me was a good song. I'm just not... I don't get like amped for Adele. She's great. Don't get me wrong. I will never understand people that listen. I'm gonna get make some people mad right now. Mm-hmm. People that are like, I went to the Adele concert. It was amazing. And listen, I'm sure she's a great performer. Yeah. But like, I'd be sleeping in my chair. I mean, she's got a great voice. But I will say, I do have to agree. I think "Stay" was one of my favorite songs yeah. of the year. Netflix's new series Wednesday has broken the record for most hours viewed in a week for any English-language TV series on Netflix. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, that means it surpassed Stranger Things 4. And you remember, like, that was everywhere that Stranger Things 4 did all this stuff. Nope, this has now broken that record. And what's so wild is that means, according to Netflix, it's been viewed by 50 million households. And that's not counting all the people that share their accounts. I started watching it this week. I Love it. I highly recommend. It's a coming-of-age comedy horror series based on Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family. And I would just say that maybe don't watch it with anyone under the age of 13. Is Christina Ricci in it? She is. Oh, really? She's not Wednesday, though, right? No, and that's what's so wild. Like She was the original Wednesday Adams in the movie, and now she plays a teacher at the school, and she's so cool. I I want to be her. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. I'm a fan of onesies to keep you cozy in the winter, but most of the time they have crazy patterns or they're not really something you want to wear out in public, like my cheetah onesie. But there's a company called Tuxy, and they've created onesies that look like two pieces of clothing. It's connected underneath, but it looks like you're wearing a sweatshirt and sweatpants on the bottom. And not all of the styles are the same color, so it legit looks like a normal outfit. And it's perfect if you spend a lot of time outside in colder months or if you're on a ski vacation. Mm. It's awesome to wear at a lodge, and they have styles for men and women. I'm showing Anthony right now, so this is what... Oh, it looks like a regular, like, sweatsuit kind of thing. It's actually great for, like, if you're going to a football game. Yeah. Because... You know how like the air comes under your sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. This it will not happen. And yeah, kind of the breeze goes down your crack. Yeah, just like that. So there <laughs> are a ton of styles to choose from. I'm putting the link and the photo at themorningshowpodcast.com. Uh, Carla Marie, mm-hmm. here on the Morning Show podcast, we like to be as honest as possible with people. And I don't like what you said in the beginning of this. What's trending? You claimed that you don't wear your cheetah print onesie outside. That was Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I knew you were gonna say it. Only time it's acceptable. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. Earlier in the podcast, Carla Marie, you talked about Seattle Gummy Company. Yes. And the mocha shots. Yes. The one thing I don't think we talk about enough, and I swear by it, is the immunity gummies Mm. from Seattle Gummy Company, especially this time of the year, because you also talked about flu season ramping up and everything. The immunity shot is something that I take almost every day. And they're gummies. They're not like actual shots. That's just what they're called. And it's just like 
a whole bunch of different vitamins in one gummy. They have a ton of other things. They've got like collagen gummies, everything. But like what you're saying, Anthony, this is the time of year for those. Exactly. So if you want to check that out, go to seattlegummy.com and you can use our code CMA, just those three letters, CMA, and you get 15% off your entire order. Thank you to Lauren Ray, Jason Burrows, and Mike Meredith. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast.